Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to this week's Overflow Podcast. My name is Joaquin. I've got Jake. And I've got Angel. And we are here for this week's episode. We've got a lot of good stuff coming up, or a lot of good stuff we want to talk about. Uh, some comic, Ho- some hopefully comic, we'll be able to cover it all. Some comic book yeah. stuff. Uh, this really great article about, um, you know, being a Christian. Uh, Jay's got a little bit of a soapbox he wants to stand on. Maybe. And then uh, our boy Angel is here to join us. Because uh, he's got some stuff he wants to get off his chest about God. <laughs> right? Well, you know, as, Some, as something like that. Regular listeners and new listeners won't know this, but and, and our old, regular and old listeners, our regular listeners know that um, you know Angel is is one of our best friends. He's he's probably been the most um, supportive. Not just the most supportive. Like he does our 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 music. Yeah, he's the for intro. the podcast. He's the intro outro, outro guy. Intro music guy. And um, but I think he's been like on like the most, the guest that has been on the most. Right, right. I think this like the third time. Yeah, that's the yeah. most. Okay, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, you, that's, that's the most angel. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, that's good. You're, you you are you are going on you two are, years, right? We are ready two years. Yeah, we're already at two okay, years. Okay, so right. three yeah. times in two years, it don't sound like I want to be. Heard that bad. No. <laughs> You're you are our nobody's, Alec Baldwin. Nobody's asking for you. Okay, that's cool. But you have been here, the, you know, the most out of everybody. Okay, cool, cool. There are some people who show up once, and we're like, oh yeah, we should have them back. There are people yeah. who show up once again. Like, yeah, he's never, he's he's never gonna get him back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're still waiting on Carl. All right, so um, it's, anyway, so we got Angel here. Uh, no, but he's gonna he's gonna share some stuff with us that he's been. Uh, learning and growing in, so um, that'll be fun. Speaking on, right? So uh, and speaking on, so but let's um let's go ahead and just dive into just a couple of the 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 points that we want to um that we just kind of want to hit because they're kind of interesting, uh, pretty amazing um, actually. Uh, the first one is uh, Black Panther. Boom has hit a billion dollars uh, worldwide uh, box office in twenty six days. Less than a month. Only twenty six days. Is it on the on his pace to beat um, Dark Knight? Because uh, that's what that's what I was. You know, I read well, in an article. They they think it might. Well, but the thing the the but it's the I think uh, I think the article stated uh, Jay's looking it up, but I believe it's the fastest to a billion. Okay, right. Okay, cool. That's what I was. That's what I was going to look up. Yeah, I believe it's the fastest movie to a billion dollars. A billion wow. dollars. 26 days. I mean, it could it potentially yeah. could be, end up be. I think right now it's the number two highest grossing Marvel movie, but it's still got legs. It's only been out 26 days. Yeah, <laughs> it's still got legs. Yeah. I mean, that's why. That's why. Uh, yeah, that's why Marvel pushed up Avengers. They need that extra week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, so we have the Black Panther billion dollars. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. As you guys know, here at the Overflow Podcast, we. Uh, we're fans of the movie. We liked the movie. Top uh, was top three for me. I think it was top three for Jay, or maybe top five for Jay. I haven't watched it. Uh, and Angel hasn't watched it. He's the loser of the group. Um, 
but that's okay. We still <laughs> love him. He's still here. What, that, what, what does that make us if we have Angel here? Well, does this count? I've it been make, watching the Pink Panther with it the, make, the it kids. Makes, with the kids. It I mean, makes what? us a good charity. It makes us, a, yeah, <laughs> we're charitable. I've been watching the Pink Panther. You've been watching the, the Pink Panther? Yeah, you know, I, you know that's kids, the Black Panther's cousin, right? right. Uh, no, the, the kids these days, what they grow up with, you know, and I've been put in a Pink Panther and they love it, so. Okay, well, that, that, uh, that works, I guess. Ooh. I'm like, this is kids. This is a prequel, and then we're gonna go see <laughs> like <a> prequel. <laughs> the pink, the Pink Panther is Black well, Panther's actually, uh, granddad. Look, I kid you not. Um, Maylee, my four year old, um, when she heard, first heard of a, the Black Panther, she said, "Is the Black Panther and the Pink Panther the same guy?" And I had to explain, no, no, they're not. No, they're so, not. So, yeah, that's pretty dope. Uh, okay, Jay just showed me a picture of a cartoon of. Ryder. Was that Ryder from yeah, Tangled? Flynn Ryder from Tangled. Flynn Ryder from Tangled. Right. Shazam suit. So now that he's showing me a picture of Shazam, that'll go ahead and lead us right into the next thing, and that is that some pictures have leaked out of uh, Zachary Zachary Tyler. Zachary Levi. Zachary Levi. Who's Tyler? Zachary Tyler was the kid from... Uh, home Improvement. Uh, home Improvement. So Zachary <laughs> Levi... Zachary where, Levi... Where is he? <laughs> Zachary Levi uh, uh, is Shazam, and... Um, uh, some pictures have have uh, leaked out um, of uh, them filming, and uh, needless to say, here here at the Overflow Podcast, I think got I got mixed feelings. I think I say it for everyone, we are a bit underwhelmed. Yes, it's a couple of things that we do like about the costume, a couple of things that we don't like about the costume. So let's go ahead, real quickly. Well, what do, not about the costume per se. Well, right. <laughs> well, for me, it is about the costume right? a little bit. Not about yeah, the costume too. per se but about the person in the costume, right? So we love the fact that the costume is right out of the comics. It's true yes, to the comics. Straight out the comics. And from what I understand, and it looks the like director, right, the, the, the guy who wanted Shazam, like he based the costume straight off out of, the of uh, new 52. Justice, League, Justice League War. Right. Right? And the New 52 version of it. So dope, right? Killer. The, the, Killer. The, the armbands, the, the you can, hair, you can the tell cape, that the, that the, everything. That the lightning on the chest... It's in the pictures you see that it's like it has like a yellow lighting to it. Yeah. So you can tell that it's gonna that it's gonna be a setup uh, for the like a reflective for the, on it, yeah. For the electricity that's in the suit. But what we don't like about it is that it seems like really padded. Right. Yeah. It's a little little too padded. Right. It seems like really padded. It's almost like they should have just let him they should have just let him just be his his size. Mm-hmm. And just and then you know, just and then just kind of let it do some trickery or something. Because I know we, we had conversation in, in uh, on our on our nerd group on Instant, and uh, uh, Vince was like, "Oh, well, you know, they padded. You know, some of the other suits have been padded, right? But they're not as padded as this suit." Yeah. And I think that's the that's yeah, like, the difference. All the suits have been padded. You can tell they've yeah. all been padded. They all have some padding, but you can tell that this suit has been padded. Like like the muscles are padding, right? Right, yeah. so it looks it looks like cosplay, really expensive cosplay. Yeah, but really cosplay. good, really good looking cosplay. cosplay. I mean, it's not. It was like what I was we were talking about earlier, and this is my opinion. Uh, it reminded me of the Flash of the nineties. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It reminded me of that. You know, the padding in it. Yeah, his suit was good though. He had a good looking suit though. Yeah. For yeah. for the time. For the yeah for the time right? yeah. for, for the, the time, time it was. Dope. Yeah, it was a really good suit. <laughs> um. So yeah. So uh, if if you're a comic book person, if you haven't seen him, yeah, just uh, Google. Uh, the movie, uh, you'll see, you'll see, see pictures. Like in this one, I'm looking at it right now. Like in this one, you can see right here in the arm, the forearm. Mm-hmm. 
Right? You can see like that extra Yeah, that it, yeah, it looks doesn't look like it's really his. That's why. But we know that, like you said earlier, they're going to, when they come you know, once the CGI, they come with the yeah, once they do CGI, it'll, they're gonna, it'll, they're gonna it'll probably look, it'll probably it's look up, different. It's up getting that. Yeah, this on, this man. is kind of like this is kind of like those the, that's why a, those NBA 2K games that they bring the actual players out. Right, they, <laughs> they got the suit, but that's not the actual way you're gonna look at it when right. you play it. That's I think how it's gonna be looking. But the detail on the suit, like you can tell in this one, the one that's close up, the detail on the suit is is awesome. Yeah, the detail yeah. on the suit is great. I mean, it's great. It's a good-looking suit. It just doesn't look like him. It, 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 his, like, it just doesn't look like it's... Like, they should have they used less padding. Just use his body for real. Just use his and body it, for and it, it, right? it was still That's why I still say, and I know you guys disagree, John Cena should have been, been Shazam. And on that note, we're going to keep it moving. No. The, no. Um, listen, hold listen, on. Listen, no, we're no, moving no, it. We're no, moving. No, I no. stated it. It's done. No, 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 no. I still... I, I like we're not going to get lost in this. No, no, no. Forget about it. I think I still like the guy... From Blue Mountain State. Yes. Right? Because he's got the height. He also yeah. had the bigger he's, build. He's a bigger, not as big as Cena. Yeah, when yeah. I saw the yeah. picture you sent, I think. Uh, that yeah. was, and, he's, he's and, a bigger and like, build. like, naturally, he has, like, the squinty, like, disappearing right. eyes. Right? Like like you see in all classic Mika, Shazam Mika stuff. Classic, yeah. Right? So I think he would have been, he, well, he would have uh, been a good point, Yeah, he would have been good, too. Either way, both of those were much better choice, I think, than what, than as what we as got. Bulk. Right, as far yeah, as Yeah, as far as looking like a superhero. Um, without needing any extra padding. Um, so the, the last comic book thing, we're just gonna kind of throw it out there because it was, it was kind of announced, um, and it's a very intriguing story, intriguing casting for uh, there. So they're talking about uh, the Joker movie uh, under DC's uh, new, under their different brand for their movie. The, so you know, they're, so movie, they're gonna have they're the, gonna have their universe DC the movie universe Elseworld. Oh, yeah, the universe. Yeah, the movie version of Elseworlds, and they got. The first one they're really pushing on. The script's getting written. Scorsese is as an executive producer. Uh, the Joker. They they're saying that the story is going to be at, uh, set in the '80s, kind of that that gritty '80s crime type movie. You know, from back in the day, which I think is awesome. I, Angel really likes it because it's going to have all that '80s music. All the '80s, 80s music. music. Yeah, I think it's dope. <laughs> what 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 I'm iffy about is how they said that he's going to be like um like a failed comedian, stand-up comedian. Right, but I mean, well, re- regardless, he well, like no one really knows. Like his origins are shrouded in so much mystery. Right. So, right. So, right. so I don't, I don't, I think you know that that to me is fun. I mean, that's just that's taking that part of the Killing Joke, because in the Killing Joke, that was the basic premise was you know he was, you know he was a failed comedian. He ends up falling into you know going into crime. Um, so you think they'll do the whole Red Hood gang? I don't think they'll do all that necessarily, yeah. but. That's just a thread. I mean, the, no, Joker doesn't have a definitive, mm-hmm. right, yeah. origin story. No one can say, "Oh, these are the beats of his origin story." He was either he was the Red Hood, then he was. Uh, the only thing that know, stays the other. same in all of Joker's origin stories is he falls into the vat. He falls into the vat of <laughs> chemicals at, at Ace Chemicals. The Ace Chemicals. So, <laughs> um, and and they're talking Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. And now, now if they can get him, if he agrees, and I think he would. Because of who's the executive producing because it's it, Scorsese. it's a Scorsese, and movie. It, and because they're they're not, it's not a comic book movie. It's not really a comic book movie yeah. in in the in the sense of of like it's the Batman like, and Superman. It could it's just a, be it's like a, a straight it's psycho a crime. Thriller. It's a crime uh, thriller, almost like American. What is it? The Christian Bale movie, American Psycho. Right, mm-hmm. right. It's you know, just it's just like a, awesome. Yeah, just a straight crime. You know, thriller. You know, like you know, 
a Goodfellas or uh, I saw Donnie Brasco, any of those. And I saw a, a picture of how he'll kind of look. They did the did you? makeup. I didn't see that. I meant to look. Yo, that. so what they did was I think they, Boss Logic did something. What what they did was they they, they they did that Photoshop. Yeah, they grabbed him, Christian Bale, and it was a third person. Uh, all three of them, if they were to play. And like his was like real. He's got the look. look it was crazy. Right? He's yeah. got the he's got the jaw. It's all about yeah. the jaw when it comes yeah. to when it comes to comic book movies. And yeah. he's got the jaw. Um, Even the dude that played was it? Is it William oh Defoe? That's his name. Yeah. William, that one looked real psycho. Oh hell yeah. 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 Dude, yo. See? Yeah. So he's got the jaw. It's all about the jaw when it comes to comic book movies. I can I always look for the that's why I cast. My, I'm like, does this person have a jaw? <laughs> does they have that good jaw? Yeah, eso. Yeah, yep. so like I didn't like I wasn't big on the on the DiCaprio rumor. Yeah, right? was, uh, yeah. yeah. He's, his face is too round. He's a but, great um, actor. Now, see, but he would he would be a great, I mean as a, as an actor, he's a great choice. Yeah. But but it's the look that you're kind of like, uh, but the thing but the thing the difference I mean cuz he's in, a great actor. The difference in acting like Taking nothing away from DiCaprio as an actor, but um, Joaquin Phoenix is a more intense actor. Like he, like the roles that he chooses. Yeah, he tends to be more intense when he played the villain in Gladiator. That was so. Yeah. So I mean, (laughs) so fingers crossed. I hope they do it. I I'm excited of of the idea. I think I think to see a Joker movie where it ends. You know, you got you got to do it where it kind of ends with Batman showing up, right? Yes. Eventually, or or Batman in the in the background. I think that would be dope. Speaking of Batman, I'm gonna throw this out there because I, I don't know. know. I know you guys, you guys haven't seen it. Well, I don't think Batman has to be in the movie. But at, yeah, but I understand you, what you're you know, saying. But you kind of like the shadow of Batman. You know, you you know, you, you know at the end of the movie, you're gonna be like, and I, you gotta see something that we all gonna go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> you know, that has to happen. <laughs> Uh, and speaking of that, last week's Gotham, I know you guys haven't seen it. I just saw it today. I'm going to tell you something. It needs to be watched. They te- What they tease and how they tease it was awesome. That's all I'm going to say. They teased the Joker? No. No. Even though the, even though he showed he showed back up, the kid that plays the Joker. But Jerome? Jerome showed back up. Is he going to be is he's he in actually Ar- he's, Joker? He's, well, they said that he's not. Yeah, no, that's what that I read. Not, that he's like the influence. Okay, right. So, but he's in Arkham with the but penguin. The, dude, the thing is that the yeah. way he plays him, nah, he should be. It's right. like he's so like, they should be like at the end, like, uh, yeah, y'all been punked <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> he was, but he was. We, you know, and they and they could. But do it's that. like they they punked they they punked everybody with um with and Spider Man. With Zendaya as 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 Mary Jane, and no, and everyone got mad. Yeah, <laughs> right? They were they were mad when she was cast as Mary Jane when the rumor was, and then they were mad when it ended up that she wasn't Mary Jane. <laughs> yeah. So pick a side. So um. So anyway, so we have that. So that was that was great. Um. So why I watched Gotham, the newest Gotham, really yeah, good. They're, Here, they're, here's, already, they're already two episodes in, right? Yes. Yeah, I got to get on. Yeah, it's been good. I I mean they're bringing it back, you know, with they're just continuing that story with Bruce being the playboy, being the bad guy, fighting without it's it's just it's been it's been good. I like I like the direction they've headed. All right, so now we're gonna give Jay uh his his soapbox moment here for a second. So uh go ahead, Jay. What is it you wanna soapbox about? Oh, right. I didn't think I was gonna get the chance. I'm giving you the chance. All right, so I'm, I'm gonna cut something else out so to give you your soapbox. What are you gonna cut out though? Don't worry about what I cut out. No, I need to know. 
Just go. Because that might be more important than what no, I'm going to say. I've given you the soapbox. We've, we've, in, we've introduced it. All right. Go. Anyway, whatever. So Joy Behar said that being a Christian is... I'm going to cut Angel out. Is the, <laughs> That's fine. Is the equivalent of having a mental illness, right? Because of... Because you talk to your imaginary of, friend. Because of Mike Pence, right? Mm-hmm. Saying, you know, he, he said he talks to Jesus he, and he hears God's voice and God speaks to him. So whatever, right? But... My deal is this, and it's not even so much of a soapbox, right? Because, like, I, <laughs> when everything happened, like, um, I tweeted about it. You know, I'm trying to get more active on Twitter, and I tweeted about it. But my tweet was, right, because anytime anybody does something that is against whatever their belief system is, right, there's always an outcry for the person to get fired, for the person, you know, to get ripped out or whatever, like anything, all this nonsense, right? But like that doesn't happen. It didn't happen with Joy Behar, right? It didn't happen yeah. with Joy Behar. Nobody said anything. Nobody did anything, right? She was forced to apologize because I'm pretty sure that was as insincere as as, as they uh, come. It's because because nobody watches the View anymore, <laughs> <laughs> right? But like my tweet was, you know, the reason why there was no like national outcry mm-hmm. from believers everywhere for Joy Behar to get mar- to get fired and get married <laughs> to get fired. She is married, by the is, way. Is because you know. Is because even with like the insulting thing that she said, you know, there's still grace for her. You know, we as right. Christians, our, our our response is to not be angry and 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 fight for justice, but to actually like pray for her soul because you know there's still there's still grace for her. Right. Well, now what's interesting though is that uh, I'm and I've got the article pulled up. Uh, this was this was said on February 13th. But what's interesting is that Behar didn't didn't say that unprovoked. Um, what happened is uh, one of the co-hosts. So I, I'll just read. It says here on, on the 13th, February 13th, the view, the view panel criticized Pence's faith when co-host Sonny Hostin, I don't know who that is, said no said I don't know that I want my vice president um, speaking in tongues and having Jesus speak to him. And that's when Behar chimed in, adding that hearing from Jesus is actually called mental illness. Uh, Pence himself didn't appreciate the comments and slammed ABC News. I'm glad that he did. You know, so yeah. I'm glad that he did. Nah, yeah, she did. Like, yeah, something needs to happen because she takes a lot of liberties attacking Christians and Christianity. Isn't that? But right? isn't that expected? Shouldn't we expect it, that? It, yeah, we should expect. Matter it, of fact, shouldn't we? Shouldn't we be happy if you're getting attacked for your faith? Maybe you're doing <laughs> oh something. Maybe you're doing something right. <laughs> so dumb. But but should we always? Should we always stay silent? Yes. Right? Should we always turn the other cheek and allow this Blessed to happen? Blessed the peacemakers all the time, right? All the time, because I mean, something needs to be done. See, you're 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 using your American your American Christianity, <laughs> and you want your your rights and and all this stuff. We have no rights. <laughs> we have no rights. <laughs> we have uh, no, when it, no rights, no voice. No when nothing. it comes, when it comes. Well, I I get I get it. I get the I get the the um. You know, all of us want. All of us will defend ourselves, right? All yeah. of us, all of us will defend. We'll try to defend ourselves. But then, but then, I think the larger question is: Do we need to defend ourselves? Didn't Jesus say they're going to hate you more than they hated me? Um, I think that. I think that sometimes we think we, you know, we forget that. You know, why does something need to be done? They're they're, they're supposed to hate you if you're doing it right. You're supposed. You're going to get mocked and ridiculed. And respected, and all these different things are gonna are gonna be part of part of your experience. So I think, you know, for me, Pence is doing it right because he he keeps getting slammed 
about his faith. You know, he won't have dinner with with uh, another woman. You know, he won't have dinner with another woman if his wife isn't there. You know, he won't. You know, and they, he got slammed for that. You know, and well, he says he prays and listens. You know, to Jesus, well, he gets slammed for that. So I mean, uh, uh, apparently, apparently, Pence is, is not a politician. That that that's a um, that's just a soundbite for him to say that he loves Jesus. Um, you know, like like a lot of like a lot of guys, you know, all of a sudden find Jesus when they're running, when they're running <laughs> for office because they need that evangelical vote because <laughs> they're all because they're always, you know, like our president. Um, what? Yeah. Man, you know, like our like our president. That's true. Um, So that uh, that'll lead uh, that leads us right into um, this article. Matt Walsh uh, by Matt Walsh. Uh, the article is called Many People Have Asked Me to Talk or. The headline was, uh, many people have asked me to tone down the Jesus stuff. I'm going to do the opposite. And uh, if, you know, I, I don't know if you've ever heard of Matt Walsh or, or read any of his stuff, but uh, he, he writes a column. I think it appears on the Daily Wire. I think that's who he writes for, actually. Um, uh, he's, got a, he's got his own blog. Um, and Matt Walsh writes about stuff going on in popular culture, society at large, politics. politics. But he uh, if you know but he uh all of his writing is saturated with his faith. He doesn't, you know, everything that he writes about, he somehow his faith comes into play and in, in the things that he's saying mm -hmm. or and and how it, you know, and 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 how it um interacts with with the world. And so apparently, I think I get I guess it started on Twitter. Um Well, it started no, he, I saw he, it on Twitter. It started with an article that he wrote about fatherhood, about being a father. Okay. And then that's when he was attacked about that. It's like, oh, this article was great until you brought in all that Jesus stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right? It says, like, the piece that he wrote, up the, the piece I wrote last week about fathers was, quote, unquote, ruined because I, quote, unquote, brought God into it. Right? Yeah. So, you're going to say something, Amy? Uh... I've never heard of him. I, I know I um, I listen to Ben Shapiro sometimes, but I didn't know he was the one. They ain't the Daily Wire from Ben Shapiro? Yeah. So, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, the thing is, um, and is is now this just came to my mind when y'all were talking about this. Obviously, when I'm hearing, he's a Christian, right? Right. Right. Okay. Um, th there's type. There's some type of people that want to write something and throw something in there about Jesus because it's kind of like for them uh let me let me let me throw this cover up in there so they can know that I'm a Christian right, right. there's those type of writers but the feeling I'm getting is that this man is speaking about something that who he is yes and, and when it's when Jesus becomes part of part of you um you can't help not to talk about it Right. And it's, it's going to come out in every experience. Um, right. An example, I've always told, I always told my wife, I, I'm not, I'm, I, I can't go around and be like, well, Jesus this and Jesus that. Um, and thank God they haven't fired me from no job yet because every job that I've been to is not that I have planned to go in there and be like, Jesus right. this, Jesus that. It's something that everybody I talk to, even my bosses, I'm talking and automatically something comes out. Well, Jesus, da -na 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 -na, and I say something. Right. Thank God I've never been fired, but yeah. Yeah. he sounds like somebody. 
Right. So so you say that. So so I'm gonna I'm gonna read a couple of a couple of things he wrote, which I thought are fantastic, and then we can uh, go on to the song. He he goes <laughs> he says this. He goes, rather than ignore these criticisms, talking about Jesus too much. He goes, I thought I might try to explain why I don't plan on toning it down. In fact, I'm headed in the opposite direction. The reason is very simple. I really do believe this stuff. I have often been pretty bad at living and acting according to my belief. I am no expert when it comes to following the teachings and making all of the sacrifices a Christian is called to make. But no matter my personal weaknesses, which are many and daunting, I still believe it all. Right, and then he's like, when you know, when Scripture says we're fighting not against flesh and blood, but the powers of darkness, I believe it. And he talk goes on about the yeah. devil and everything. So, so then he says, um, later on, he goes, the problem is that many, and this is, you know, we like to say tiraera. <laughs> this is a tiraera right here. He goes, the problem is that many Christians try to stake out a similar position, um, but that position isn't actually available to us. They want to admit that all this spiritual stuff is true, but then relegate it to the background. Mm. Mm. They want to say they believe in God, but there is no reason for God to come up. They want to acknowledge the eternal with a dismissive wave and then get back to the business of ignoring it. Right. Um, he goes, and as I said, I understand the inclination. I have felt it. It's scary. Um, especially, he goes, it can be scary to think about these things, especially if we are living deep in sin. Yeah. yeah. The, the funny thing is that. Bra, bra, bra. <laughs> uh, and then, let me go one, one more. One more. Dale. Uh, and let's see. Uh, go ahead and say, I can't find it now. <laughs> no, I was saying that. Like, Matt, Matt Walsh. Matt Walsh and I apparently follow each other on Twitter. <laughs> I had no idea. But, because oh, um, I, I, like, I never pay attention because I, I haven't been active on Twitter. As much as I'm trying to be now, right? So, I was reading all this interaction on Twitter, and like everybody just attacking and attacking, and then it's like, well, I'm not toning it down because you know that's what I am and whatever, right? And like my interaction was, you know, it's it's based on audience, right? You can't talk, and I and I and I and I think I told you this talking. It's like you you don't right because he's like, well, Jesus never backed down, John the Baptist never backed down, right? So I'm not backing down either. Right, so my response or my interaction was, well, you know, it's it's on audience, right? Because Jesus didn't speak to the broken the same way he spoke to the Pharisees, right? So right. it, you know, your your language and how and your and your tone is based on your audience, and that's it, right? But God forbid that that gets ignored by the people all attacking him, right? Because like they just well, attack that's on well, the thing is, that, you know, he's he's writing, it gets put up, so it's yeah. up it's. That's the difference, though, right? Because Jesus is walking around, and, and John the Baptist, we're actually interacting with people. He's writing something. He puts it up. You don't have to read it. Right. You know, you can, oh, I don't. And this is the last thing he says. And this is the, the end of the, uh, the end. Of, and I, I said, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, Jay, um, he'll, he'll post the link to this article so you, can, so you can go and read it. Because it's a very good article. Yeah, it is. But this is how he ends it. He goes, but yes, we can't tone down the Jesus stuff if we want. And if we keep trying to tone him down in our lives, there may come a time when we really succeed. We may enter a place where Jesus is silent forever and nobody speaks his name. We will have finally gotten what we wanted. We will, we will have finally gotten what we wanted there. And I think now that it is too late, we will, and I think now that it is too late, we will realize that we do not want it anymore. So please don't ask me why I write about God. Ask me why I ever write about anything else. Boom. So I think poop, 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 you know, um, you know. Listen, that it's a that's a great article. I think I think yes. all Christians need to read that because 
all of us know Christians like that, right? That it's, oh, it's a personal faith, right? I'm a Christian, but it's a personal faith. I don't want to offend anyone. I don't. Now, he's not writing to offend anyone. Yeah. He's writing an article. He was asked, yeah, hey, listen, I'm, I'm writing on this topic because it's a hot topic, so I'm putting it out there. Well, I'm a Christian. I like what he says. He goes, hey, and this is what we talk about when we talk about artists, music, um, and all kinds of stuff, right? He's just writing. He's just writing what he believes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. He's writing what he believes. No, I'm not going to tone it down. I believe this. It's mm-hmm. part of my life. Why would I write about anything else? Same thing when we talk about artists that, you know, that they want to say, well, I don't want to, I'm not a this or I'm not a that. You know, I'm not a Christian rapper or I'm not a Christian <laughs> singer. I'm not a Christian, you know, painter. I'm just a, you know, a, a, a fill in the blank that happens to be a Christian. Right. You know, uh, so I, I just thought, great article. We'll have it posted on the website, thisisalkart.com, so you guys can, uh, we'll link it so you guys can link back to it. All right, let's see. And I think that's the last topic that we had. So now we're going to go into the song. You remember all the reggaeton songs started with that? With a do, 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 do. So now, now we're going to, we're going to start. Oh, no, I lost it. We're going to have here this week's song. It's a group called uh, Narrow Skies. Um, this is an album they've got coming out on the 16th uh, called Awakening. It's the name of the album. It's like a, more of an EP. Um, apparently, it's, it was a series of EPs that kind of dealt with like the seasons. Uh, it's a little different, I think, from what we've played before. Um, and as always, we got this from New Release Today. New Release Today. Yes. Always get always get their name wrong. I'm always calling them new release Tuesday and you got it though. New release, whatever. Um let's see here. Bup, 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 bup. So it's uh all right, so I'm just gonna I've never heard of this. It's a uh, Nordic Skies comprised of husband and wife, uh based in Stockholm. Uh they write music. They also write music as Salt of the Sound, which has been described as leaving the listener searching, wondering, grabbing out for the beauty that is in this world. Um so it's kind of a they call it dream pop reflexive. I don't know. All I know is I thought it was cool. So that's why <laughs> we're going to listen to it. Um, but uh, under their other, under their other um, group, it's like they write music to meditate to, and then they do videos with, like, scriptures. So it's, they go with kind of the music. Nice. So I thought that was kind of cool. And just something that Angel uh, has been working on, right? He, he just really he just had one project that he, that he put yeah. out for that. Mm-hmm. So... Kind of, kind of the same thing. J- Angel <laughs> stole it from them, even though he never heard of them. <laughs> you can talk about <laughs> that, when, you know. and we'll let you talk about that in a minute. So this is uh, Narrow Skies. The song is called uh, uh, "Chasing the Sun." Thank you. 
And that was Narrow Skies Chasing the Sun. It's part of a, an EP series that they put out. Uh, very cool. So, uh, you know, I was, I was listening to it and I was thinking to myself, you know, that's, that's that music you want to listen to when you're trying to like pray. You want to pray. You want to have a little something in the background uh, to help you get into that. So uh, check them out. As always, we'll have them on the uh, webpage, the video, um, and you can go from there. You can also go to New Release Today. Um, in the new music section, you can find them there. Thank you, New Release Today, for, you know, letting us use your music. Yay! <laughs> so, um, hey, so today, uh, we asked Angel to join us because, uh, so Angel, Angel was, uh, was invited to preach uh, a couple of weeks back, um, at a church, and, um, and he went and he approached, he approached, he preached, and he preached on... <laughs> A very specific topic, a topic that I know for, uh, I would say maybe for the last year, Angel's really been, about a year, right? It's been a, about I, a year? It's, year it's, and a half? No, the, the, yeah, but we're really, the Lord really started speaking to me um, deeply about it was, is like January. January, okay. So, so January really deeply speaking, but I know, I know that we've had conversations yeah, for about, about, a, about yeah. a year. And the topic is, thank you for giving it away. I was setting you up for healing. <laughs> and so, and so he, he spoke on healing and he, he gave a message. And so he talked to us and he was really excited. And so, uh, here at the, here at the, uh, overflow podcast here at, this is our cry here at legacy. One of the things that we always want to do is if we have somebody that has something to say, uh, that God has given them, we want to give them an opportunity to share that and say that. So, um, all right, Angel. So, what you got for us on healing? Well, uh, well, first of all, um, thanks for you guys. You know, letting me be here today. I know um, I uh, help you make make the music, um, the intros and outros and all that. But um, thank you for letting me speak as well. Um, well, I'm trying to be quick as possible. Uh, the past three years, I've been um, taking January, which is the, obviously the first month of the year, to do a, the 21 day fast. Um, three years ago, you know, the Lord spoke to me about love. And what happens is he, the Holy Spirit gives me like the theme of what I have to work in my life. And then he will maybe give me a theme that since I'm invited to preach at main, you know, different churches or preach at my church, uh, church that I tend to, um, uh, he gives me a subject or the theme for the people there, you know? Okay. So not only, it, it, sometimes it's the same thing, you know, he, you know, for example, you need more love, Angel. Study that. And at the same time, he'll be like, and also when you preach, this is what you're going to preach about, you okay. know? So he's never so, said, he's never said you need better jokes? Huh? He's never said you need better jokes. Nah, nah, he, he never said that because uh, um, he laughs at them. I don't know if he laughs at me or at, or at the jokes. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> He's laughing right now. He was like um, making him was a gambit. Yeah. yeah. A real gambit. Okay. Yeah. yeah I mean, okay. <laughs> so, but check this out. Like, you know, three years ago was about love. Two years ago was discipleship. Like last year, he was talking to me a lot about discipleship okay. and Everywhere I went, I talk about discipleship. And to my pastor, I was like, we need to disciple. Um, and, you know, and talking to me as well about that. But then um, 
since like last year when the year was ending, like around October, November, this word healing just kept like he was getting me ready for something. So we did the 21 day fast, me and my wife in January. And um, uh, he starts the Holy Spirit started like really putting that word healing. Me, obviously, well, I start like overthinking things and I'm like, well, you know, I, I see people get healed almost every day, you know, right. physically and all this stuff. And, you know, I uh, found out that he was talking more about the internal healing, you know, about, um, you know, uh, how you can say like soul, like soul healing, you know. Um, and the, the thing is that I always told my grandma, and it's funny because I always tell my grandma growing up, I told grandma, grandma, if I do become a minister, if I do become a minister, um, I want to, you know, travel and and because people outside of four walls need the word of God. Right. Come to find out, everything that the Lord has been giving me for the past three years is for the people inside, inside, <laughs> inside of four walls. Okay, oh, because it happens like that sometimes. Yeah, because and, and and the thing is, it's crazy because the main focus has been, if if <laughs> I always say the Lord always gives me the tough subjects because we still have some pastors out there that they don't want to offend people right. with the truth. And then here comes Angel again, and boom, 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 the Apollo Limpio. <laughs> you know, like we say, like, you know, with the steak or whatever. Nah, you know, but at the end of the day, the feedback is is good because you always have those people, I needed this, I was right. too comfortable. Right. So um, the thing is that when he started talking to me about healing, that I needed to look back at m myself that why sometimes, which I'm still dealing with, um, sometimes I get into this, defense mode it's like a default that if you say something instead of me listening and and listening to it or, or i can uh easily assume that's uh, like a personal attack correct and i can you know say something and everybody's like angel that's not what the person meant right you know and then i'm like wow you know so i was the one but then the holy spirit shows me it's something from the past that you're still hanging on to so I've been real quiet. Like I, uh, you know, I even closed down my Facebook. Uh, I, I don't really get into social media no more because what I've been doing is working on myself. Right. That's, so, probably, that's probably a smart thing. I think all of us probably need to get off social media about eighty <laughs> percent. Uh, so I've been working on myself because um, it, it won't really look right if I start talking to somebody about, hey, you got an attitude problem, but I'm the first one. Who has it? You know, I'm the one you, with the problem. Would you say with an attitude? So that's why. Yeah. You, so that's why you never talk about attitudes. Gotcha. Yeah. So I guess that would be the next subject. <laughs> like, next year, and then we'll have Angel four times in in overflow podcast. <laughs> now, nah, but the thing is that you know, I visit I visited the church, and like uh, Joaquin said, and this is a sermon that um, God actually gave me. I know it, it tweaked a little because of the church that it was. Right. I know the Holy Spirit obviously knows where I'm going to. So there are some words that he's going to give me that are different. Right. It's the same subject, but you can't talk to one church that is maybe a charismatic Pentecostal church the same way you talk to a Baptist one. Correct. So that's where I was going. I'm coming from a Pentecostal church to talk to a Baptist one. So I'm like, Holy Spirit, please help me. Because, you know, I, I just want to speak, you know, be truth and, and hold myself behind the the, I guess the podium or whatever. I don't want to be moving around too much like I usually do. So, you know, but <laughs> I know it, it was good. It was good. But the thing <laughs> is this. The thing was this. This, is the, this was the part that I was like, wow. The 
when the Lord gave me what I had to deal with myself, I started working on that. But then when the Lord started talking to me about what to talk to the church about, about uh, internal healing, he, he showed me how people in church today, in church, that been years, it could be anywhere from 25 to 40, 50 years old in, in church, have never got up and served because the root of all of this is that they are hurt. Right. Okay. Um, most of them. The, uh, straight up, there's a lot of them that are just lazy. They don't want to do nothing. <laughs> you know, they, right. they, they're, they're so used to going to church. It's just like, uh, let me just clock in. Right. And two hours later, clock out, and I'm done. Check. That's, uh, I'm done with the church thing. I don't have to do nothing else at home. But there is, there is people that actually like going to church. They like listening to the voice of God. They want to grow in church, but 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 they're hurt. And h- half of the time, half of the you know uh, the reasons these people are hurt is because of something. And it's crazy how the Holy Spirit started ministering to me. It's like, Angel, they've been saying when they were younger, they said Amen to something that never came out of my heart. Oh, and that brings consequences spiritually. Um. Yes, the pastors don't mean wrong. The right. pastors, you know, but a lot of times, and we all know this, pastor might get one word from the Bible or they hear, and they say, okay, I'm going to grab this word that I know the Lord gave me, and I know the Lord gave them that word, but then they start putting man thoughts into that world, They'll in that word. They'll break it down in a manly way. This is what I think God means by that. Sometimes you get excited when you do read the word and God talks to you directly. You're like, wait a minute. But then you stop, you push the Bible away and you're like, okay, I'm going to put my idea into this. And this is what I think that God is trying to say. And, and then you, instead of going in, instead of going, going in, in deeper, deeper and trying to figure and it out. And then really, and really then, you know, and then I can see why God was like, you know, there's many people that are in, you know, adults that they said in their teens or early twenties, they said amen to something that never came out of my heart, and, and it's and it's funny that you say that because, like, I've been at churches and 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 even like sometimes like with with Joaquin where, where like we'll look at each other where somebody says like anything, like and it could be like the most erroneous thing or even like a setup for a joke, and there's somebody in the church that'll say like quickly say amen, mm-hmm. and we're like, oh, uh, that's yeah. not something you should be saying amen to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So and that and that's, that's why point. I never say amen. That's why. <laughs> that's why I had a pastor. That he'll be preaching, and you always had the two or three, amen, 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 and pastor will all of a sudden be like, "How many here got stinky feet?" And you had the yeah, same amen. three people, amen. <laughs> you see, you're not, you're not listening. You're not, you know. And that's why he said that. That's why he did that. And uh, you know, I remember one of the days I was preaching. One of the days I was preaching, and it, I said, "Us, us Puerto Ricans, us Puerto Ricans, a lot of Puerto Ricans. I don't know if other, you know." Uh, ethnicities do, yeah. do it right but when we pray the old school people you hear them going like si senor and you hear that <laughs> claro que si gracias dios like you know thank you god and they hey, have man. that they have that so so the thing is this like i was telling them i said when was the first time you heard that growing up all we hear is like in puerto rico we got these little frogs called coqui. So that's what you hear inside of the church. The 
because <laughs> everybody's praying. So it was. I said. I said it wasn't that God came from heaven and said before you start praying you got to go. Jesus didn't say pray to the Father like this. Our Father, glory <laughs> heaven. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. But so no, it's it's funny because there's a lot and and we have these conversations. There's a lot of superstition still within yes. within the church, right? Because there was a time the last time that 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 Joaquin and I went to New York, and well, last year, right? Last year we went to New York to, uh, to preach. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Last year. Like we went to pray, like after I preached, and we went to minister. We were praying for people, and then I went to someone and I was like, "Oh, you know, what is it that you that that, that you've been praying for? What have what have you been asking the Lord for?" And this person, instead of telling me, said. God will tell you. God will tell you. Right? The oh, Holy Spirit okay. revealed to you. And I was yeah. like, and I was like, well, uh, sure, okay, Jesus, just yeah, whatever it is. I remember, like, I remember <laughs> that because I'm standing next to Jay, yeah. right? Because, you know, I, I like to sit in the back and just chill and observe. <laughs> and Jay can't leave me alone. And he's like, oh, well, Jesus, come over here and pray with us. And I'm like, I don't like <laughs> praying for people. Um, and so I'm, stand, I'm walking up and he, and he tells the girl, he's like, you know, and she said that. And I kind of looked. I just started backing up slowly because I was like, I'm not going to be responsible for this girl talking about God never told these dudes right? nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, no, and then afterwards, I told, I told, I told my kids, like, I, I, I dislike it so much when they say that. Like, what, like, what I really wanted to say was, well, Lord, um, mata la señor. <laughs> like, 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 Lord, kill her. Like, she doesn't know what she wants. Kill her, Lord. Yeah, like, Lord no, uh, wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, 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 you got the something? The Lord right. said he wants you dead. <laughs> I hear from God that um, he, he wants you dead tomorrow. You need to give my boy $1,000. <laughs> no. no. Or pay for BMW because she used to work, whatever. Yeah, but, no. like, you know, you got to be... You know, you got to be careful with all those nah. and what, those, those knee-jerk and those superstitions. Yeah, and the the, the, the um, funny thing about this is that the the Bible verse uh, verses that the Lord gave me was uh, the woman that had the, was it the blood flow? That's how you right, call the it blood in English? Flow issue. It, has hem- it says hemorrhage hem- here, which is, you know. Hemorrhage, yeah. Hemorrhage, bleeding. yeah. Um, I'm going to read this real quick, and then I, w- I want to jump into something, and, and, you know, we're done with it. But um, okay. it's uh, Mark 5, uh, 25 to 29. Says a woman, I got the uh, amplified version. It says, A woman in the crowd has suffered from a hemorrhage for 12 years and had endured much suffering at the hands of physicians. She had spent all she had and was not helped at all, but instead had become worse. She had heard uh, reports about Jesus. She came up behind him in the crowd and touched his outer robe. For the thought, if I just touch his clothing, I will get well. Immediately, her flow of blood was dried up, and she felt in her body and knew without a doubt that she was healed of her suffering. Now, I was asked, what you going to preach about? And I, and in Spanish, it's mujer de flujo de sangre. I was like, the woman with the, how you say it? Blood, the, blood flow, right? Blood flow issue. Or hemorrhage. Yeah, or the bleeding this issue, is the, yeah. This is the answer I got. Oh, yeah, I've heard that many times. I've heard of that. Sermon many times. Yeah, I've heard your sermon. Yeah, many how times. she, how yeah. she, how she got healed. How she now automatically yeah. <laughs> the thing. Yeah, yeah. So, so automatically we go into this. Okay, so he's gonna speak about like an external healing, right? About something visible, right. something that we can see. Okay, it happened, and now it's not. It's 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 crazy that you don't you can't really think deep and see what she this woman was really going through you got a woman that 12 for 12 years they were calling her impure 
mm. that she was impure. You know, how many of us, you know, probably listening or here, have been called something we're not for years? Right. Have been called something that the, it never came out of the Lord's heart. And still we adults, and we still thinking about, I was called for years. And, so, yo, the crazy thing is, sometimes you will call this name by your parents. Yes. Right. And you became, you, you, you started, you, you met Jesus, he's in your heart, and he's trying to break you out of that, that shell out of to be free, but there's something still that's holding you down, and is what that dad or mom or cousin or older brother or friends or bully in school call you for years, that's what you're still thinking about years later. This one was called, you know, impure. 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 impure, impure. For 12 years. Yeah. So you can't just think about the the external healing. You got to think about the internal one. The you know when when the Lord you know when he she touched his robe and she became healed, she became well. Not only that that external healing happened, but I bet you she was depressed. I well, bet you she had anxiety. Well, well right. the, all the, that. the Bible does speak on because you know it's it was um the fact that she was called impure was because of. Of Judaic law, mm, yeah, yeah, right. So she was unclean, mm -hmm. right? She was like an untouchable, right? Correct. For all those years, like no one could go near her. Yeah. So, so you know, to 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 further expound mm -hmm. on what you're saying, it's 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 to the point that you know, yes, she had so she had the health issue, mm -hmm. right, the physical issue, right, and then she had the depression and all that because because of the fact that she was called impure, but also like no relationships with no, anyone. No, she didn't. Away no, from her family. No friendships with anyone. Yep. If she had children, the children can be near her, mm -hmm. right? Family can be near her. No one could be near her. No one could, like, no love. Yeah. Le no, nothing. Leviticus. So, so imagine what that does to a person. Leviticus talked about that everything she touched was impure. Was impure. Bad, everything had to be burned, everything. thrown out, everything. So so imagine, and, and, and the Bible even says that when she did it, and, and Jesus, like, you know, who touched me? The Bible says that she was fearful, mm -hmm. right? Because... Judaic law, law. right? Mm -hmm. According to the law, the fact that she was impure and she touched not just a man, a right, but a rabbi, it was cause for her to get stoned, mm -hmm. right? So, yeah, of course. So, yeah, so you know, you know, staying on that same line that uh, the uh, Jay was was talking about, um, you know, if you go, if you want to read in Leviticus, I forgot what uh, actually chapter is, but good good thing about uh, Google. You can go on Google, put Leviticus, and put uh, sick woman, and it comes up, <laughs> or, or the laws, or whatever. But um, you know, uh, you know that that's the thing. You know, we, we think about the exter just the external uh, healing, but we forget about all the insecurities and all this stuff that this that she was dealing with, and that's what's happening in church today. And and the reason, um, you know, I know one of the reasons I had to bring this to the church. Then I'm going to, I met somebody, uh, or to, you know, different churches. I met somebody not too long ago, and it gave me kind of uh, an example of what's happening. In, and I know this happening in different churches. This, this, this brother was, was singing. He was leading worship. Right. And the thing is that while he's leading worship, um, he forgot one of the words. And then... But good thing he had backup singers. They yeah. they follow, and when the song ended, and he was about to jump into the other song, he stopped everything to give an explanation 
why he forgot the word. Mm. So the flow stopped, and this man, the, the, it was, he was so insecure and so embarrassed of what happened, he had to stop everything and be like, yeah, the song, I knew it. I, I promise y'all, I practice, practice. And we're like, oh, what are you doing? Continue. Like, and he's stopping. He's like, and, and what we got to think about is that Lord is about to do something. Don't think about the mistake. I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking about it right now because he's saying it. <laughs> well, um, you know, if you, know, you stop if, thinking yeah, about yeah, it. Uh. Yeah, so he gave a whole, like, probably like a minute and a half explanation of why he messed up and telling the people that why you know right. what, what happened and and like giving an explanation and what he did was outside when we usually has conversations we can see that he'll jump in and when he has something that he wants to say he always say he always starts like this i don't want to offend nobody but and he'll say it that those are the insecurities that are created out of a hurt heart right uh, out yes. of out of somebody that maybe when he was younger, he was not, nobody listened to him. And now that he's grown older and this man is almost 50, the the what he the way he's walking or the way he's speaking is like he don't want to make no other mistake because he'll feel bad, like super bad, because it will bring him to probably, you know, the past, like, you're not that great. You're not that good. And he has to give an explanation. Right. So that's the crazy thing, how um, the Lord has been giving me uh, – a lot of this, you know, to a lot of, how you say, uh, uh, revelation. Yeah, revelation. <laughs> uh, revelation through healing, because, <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing. It, I had to say it in different churches because I was like, the the church can't be ran just by the pastor and the right hand man. He needs more people to get up, you know, and yeah. and and the reason. Then I turn around and I have no shame saying this. You can't say a pastor can't tell me, oh angel, you feel you feel with the Holy Spirit when you speak to the congregation. But then when I turn around and it's time to speak to you, you can't tell me I'm not filled with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I'm straight up. And that's how I speak. And I tell them. I said, you oh, so for them, I'm filled with the Holy Spirit, but for you I'm not. So that's the thing. I I had to turn around and be like, there there needs to be discipleship in churches. Yes. Because discipleship is what's gonna help these people, you know, go to this this mentoring, this personal mentoring. I'm not saying the pastor has to go every day to their house and whatever, you know. Start with your leaders. Yeah. Start, of you course. know, and then your leaders are an extension of what yeah. you do or what you, you preach. You build so disciples you, to make disciples. Yeah. That's what Jesus So did. nobody's telling you to go directly over there. But if you're still not doing step one, don't expect for your leaders to be ready and then your congregation but, to but, be ready. But isn't that the job, right? Because Jesus made disciples and then told the disciples to go out and make disciples. Yeah. Right. So that's 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 the job. The thing was going back on on going back to what you said about um about being healed from what has been spoken over you, mm-hmm. right? That it's it's <laughs> that's a setup. <laughs> it's a trap. But um, like I've been reflecting on that a lot in my life, mm-hmm. right? Because like this whole legacy thing and this whole church thing, right? It just made me, you know, I, I've been praying for for revelation and things for myself a lot lately, and um. And yo, like, like, well, like with the both of you know, right? Because brothers is brothers. But like, a lot of my, 
my church hurt came from the church I was raised in, mm-hmm. right? And I remember how in one hand, right, in one, in one hand I was t- told, you know, the Lord's going to use you, Jay, you know, a great ministry, you're going to preach and you're going to go, whatever, whatever. And then in the other hand, it would be like, how can God use somebody like Jay, right? Jay's always like being confrontational and he's always fighting and always right. like, like, you know, in one hand, oh, you're blessed. In the other hand, you're cursed, right? And, and I didn't realize really until like maybe a couple weeks ago how me thinking that I was delivered from all that, but now that this thing happened, like, you know, it, it's like, 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 it's like the Holy Spirit was like, hey, you know, you, you still got to let these things go because yeah. like whatever they said, right, whatever they said is what they said, but focus on what I say, right? Focus on what I tell you, right? Yeah. So, you know, it's, and, and there are, we can, we know, and we can see that even from the top down, so like from, from the pastor to the usher, that a lot of people saved, healed, like, you know, believing, Bible-believing Christians, but they still, like, filter out from a place of hurt from what they were told. Right. Right? In the church or at home or whatever. I'm so. going to say something real quick before before time is up. And it, it goes back to discipleship. And, and, and listen to me when I tell you this. Dolly. You growing up, and I remember being younger, listening to the sister that went up there and said, I was praying last night for three hours. That stayed in my heart and in my mind. You got next Sunday, you got a brother saying, yeah, I remember praying last night five hours. That stays in your mind. That stays in your heart. So what happens when there's not discipleship? You wake up in the morning. You probably got to go to work. Mm-hmm. You got 30 minutes to get there. And you say, well, I probably got a good 15 minutes to pray. When you don't have discipleship, this is what happens. Well, I can't pray the three hours like the sister said last Sunday. I can't pr- pray the four hours that that brother said. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to pray at all right? because my 15 minutes can't compare to those three hours. When you don't have discipleship, people end up hurt because they start comparing themselves with other people. And this whole time they think the Lord is mad at them because they couldn't match the three, four, five hours. They're not, quote unquote, Christian enough. They're not Christian enough. Why? Because there's no discipleship. In a discipleship, a pastor or whoever is discipling can say, Brother, you only had 10 minutes to, that's good enough. That quality time is good enough. You don't have to do the three hours. But if there, that's why today you look, you're preaching, and people are that She probably talent. got three hours because she yeah. ain't got a job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so She's that's, retired. That's like another way of somebody being raised in church but being heard the whole time because they're comparing to themselves to the brother and sister that prayed all them hours and they mm. can't match mm, that's good. that. But with no discipleship, them, them brothers and sisters are still going to be hurt. That's true. Hmm. I, and I, that's I, internal hurt. Like, and <laughs> you I, know. That, right. that, that reminds me that, I mean, I, I get it, but that reminds me of um, a church I went, to the, <laughs> I went to. I went to preach at a church, and the pastor would say how if you don't pray, not just for hours, but also... Every time you pray, you must be praying on your knees. That if you're not on your knees praying, that God doesn't hear your prayer. Oh wow! Yeah. Yikes! He he needs discipleship. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. That was taken care of. That's because first thing I did was, you know, I guess last night when I got home tired at three o'clock in the morning from work, and I and I was praying as I was laying down falling asleep. I guess 
No, that, that prayer didn't reach heaven. <laughs> wow. No, because you have to go down to go up. That's why you got to get on your knees. You go down and go up. <laughs> but if you're laying, it just goes up and it falls. Like, you know, like, it goes, boo. Um, oh, okay. Wow. That's a lot of word, Angel. That was a lot of word. I think, uh, I think, I think you, uh, I think you might have inspired Jay a little bit. But, um, yeah, so, you know, healing. And, you know, you're right. And as I was listening, you know, it, it's funny how, you know, growing up, you you seem to fall one or the other, right? It's either always external healing, external healing, external healing, or it's or it's only internal, internal, internal. Right. You know, and then but even then within the internal healing, the same people that are telling you you need to let go, you know you need to let go and let God are also the ones that are kind of crushing you, you know, when, <laughs> when yeah. you're trying to when you're trying yeah. to let go and let God. Yeah. Um, you know, and I never thought about I never thought about the 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 woman with the issue. Um, the the idea. I mean, I, I knew, but I never really thought about like the idea of, you know, all those years were all the things that she was called, not just right. not just the bleeding issue. Um, that was devastating enough, yes, emotionally for her. But then the names, and because you know the Jews do live under the law, you know, like the weight of the law. Like you know, when, when you know when Paul talks about you know being condemned by the law. If you right. choose to live by the law and like the weight of the law on her and her relationships um, or lack of relationships or, mm -hmm. you know, what, whatever the however that kind of played out for her. And that's true. That's true. And not only did she need that physical healing. And I think that's where a lot of times, you know, as I've been been learning about this kind of idea of physically, you know, praying for people um, and that it seems that that's where it stops a lot of time. We're going to pray for you for healing. And yeah. it's like, well, you know, and it's like, that's cool. Right. I'm, I'm getting comfortable with that, <laughs> with that, not growing up in that. But I guess the question we need to start asking ourselves now is, okay, if we're praying for someone for physical healing, we need to follow that up with mental, emotional, you know, Hey, how, how, you know, how's your heart? How's your heart? How's your, yes. um, you know, you know, and if, if it's not something that we can help them with, connecting people to help them with that. Yes. Um, uh, because we were talking about this earlier when we talked about a couple of weeks back about suicide. Suicide, right? People that commit suicide. My grandfather committed suicide. You know, um, my mom, this little, uh, the, the, this lady uh, that she knows, she works with, her grandkid committed suicide a couple of weeks back. Uh, 11 years old, buried him. And, you know, that all that is internal hurt. Mm-hmm. Internal hurt and my mom, my mom mixed did a cocktail of pills and and drugs. You know, because she couldn't bear the. So we need to. So you know, I, I guess I should, what I what I I'll say is this: as as a church, you know, as overflow, as outcry, as angel, as all of us, you know, let's let's remember as we as we talk to people that we need to be listening um, for those hurts. Uh, so that we can then be a catalyst to their healing um, in their spirit, mm -hmm. you know, in their souls, so that they can come to know Jesus, so that they can live, like what Angel was saying, they can break those chains and live that life. And and be fully healed, right? Because uh, yes. that, that, you know, what, what you said, um, Joaquin, was, you know, I remember back in the day, this is like an old, old school song, right? It was um, Jesus on the inside working on the outside, right? 
Right. You know, it's like this whole like an old school corito, right? And like, you know, you think about that and that plays perfectly on this thing because it's like as as Angel revealed, it's it's not just the outside that what's seen that hurts, right? right. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's nothing external and all the hurt and all the scars are internal. Yes. Right. And that's why, you know, we have to we have to, you know, being our brother's keeper is also caring about their soul, right? Doing a little soul care. Yeah. Right. So it's yeah. it's being it's, being it's there very to, important. Yeah, being there to heal being being there to heal and 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 be willing. That's why you know, it I know it just popped into my head. You know, we watch those Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit videos. Right. And um, you know, like we see these people getting healed and it's like, whoa, it's crazy, right? Um, I'm have to go back and watch them because I wonder if I if I maybe I never paid attention because they were, it was so crazy, right? Like mm-hmm. the stories and stuff. Yeah. But you know how much I, I wonder how much time after that was spent on. Okay, this was the physical healing, but here's yeah, you know here's how here's that that spiritual, especially when there were places like India with all the. The, the the dark magic and the dark mm-hmm. you know uh, spirituality stuff and and, and, and then, we, then you know I don't know it's just a, it was just kind of a thought that popped into my head like hmm yeah. we, you know because I think I might join you so and you watch know because in the because yeah. in the circles that I've been running around now with you guys you, you guys being at fault I see <laughs> I see I've seen a lot more of mm-hmm. you know people getting prayed for and and all that stuff or for physical healing or Maybe um, I reach out to Todd and we have Todd on the show. Ah, uh, maybe, maybe we, you know what? Let, let's stop right no there. No jokes, because because we're, we're gonna be. We're, we're, I, I had a terrible joke and I'm just gonna, no angel. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm not gonna, gonna cut say him nothing. off. No, I'm not gonna say nothing about that. But something real quick um, that I know whoever's listening would like to hear this. The, the church that we that I went to um, uh, had two great testimonies: one internal, one external uh, healing. Uh, one of the ladies was around 60-something years old, she said, thank you for bringing the word about me being hurt inside of the church because, mm-hmm. um, and this girl's like, this lady's crying. like, right. And she's like, you know, thank you because I was attacked a lot inside of the church. Yeah. And I didn't want to go in the church because I, <laughs> I felt bad outside, I felt worse inside. And then uh, the guy that um, I was talking to you guys earlier, he had an injury. Um, they found cancer in his knee. Because he didn't treat it right, this man couldn't even walk. He was, you know, um, limping everywhere. He had his uh, you know, things holding him up or whatever. Um, and then, you know, we prayed for him. My family prayed for him, and uh, the pastor of his church sent me a picture Sunday. This man was already playing drums and walking. So, you know, it's not just the the, the external. It's right. also the internal. So right. it's a, it was good to see both sides manifested. You know, right? <laughs> it right. Was, it's like it when awesome. doc. It's like when doctors say they 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 practice holistic medicine. They don't only take care of, you know, what's physically wrong with you, but they also want to take take care of what is emotionally, spiritually wrong with you, kind of a thing. And that's what we always want to be aware of. You know, keep that in mind. Um, and that's it. Listen, great way to end with two testimonies of the uh, of you know each side, external, internal. Um, and I imagine that both of, I imagine the guy with the external also had some internal healing going on there. Uh, I think, I think, uh, that can't be helped, but happen uh, a lot of times. So Angel, man, we're glad that you came, uh, joined us. 
Yeah. Listen, Thanks for sharing. I'm awesome. as, as always, awesome. Awesome. as always, you know, if you're if you got nothing going on, come come see us. You can all, you're always more than welcome just to sit down and talk with us about whatever it is we're talking about. Uh, and that's it for this week. Glad you guys joined us. My name is Joaquin. I'm still Jay. And I'm still Angel. And this is the Overflow Podcast at thisisoutcry.com. Thanks for listening. Remember to head on over to thisisoutcry.com for more content. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or Stitcher.